never before explored part of the world at least on my part and it's this little village south of uh, Thessaloniki in Greece where a very very special man in his workshop with guitars and his vineyard his wife and dogs they're living all together <laughs> in this uh, little kind of safe haven removed from the city in the middle of the countryside, surrounded by all things handmade. I wanna, I'm excited to share this story with you because the conversation with Yanis started off as a you know, question about his workshop. Yanis is, is, is a very humble man. He's very, very modest. He was the kind of spirit that, he's the kind of person that resonated calmness and there was something about watching him work with his hands that just brought you comfort. And as soon as I met him, I've never had the pleasure or uh, I don't know if I should call it just an opportunity in this case, because you don't know if it'll be a pleasure, but I never had the opportunity to meet my grandparents. Um, other than my grandmother, everyone else uh, had passed away before I was born even. so. I never met my grandfathers, right? And one thing that I can say about him is that he had a very, very grandpa like vibe. <laughs> and although, I, obviously, I don't know what that means or feels like, I've seen what it looks like. And now my dad is a grandpa. Um, so I, I, I can, I can definitely, I could definitely see in him this sort of hand of assuredness where he had everything kind of figured out and he knew what he wanted to do but everything in life was kind of laid back and he, ne he never took anything too seriously and most importantly he didn't take himself too seriously and I loved that um what took us there so how did we actually come to have this conversation with Yanis in the first place a guitar maker in the middle of Greece, nonetheless, and uh, all the way from Kosovo, was a an adventure, actually, with a friend of mine, Tringa, and she, she needed essentially a ride, <laughs> a last-minute ride, kind of an impromptu thing, into the southern parts of, <laughs> of the Balkan area, um, to fix her guitar, because her guitar broke. And the only person who could fix her guitar was living in this village in the southeast of Thessaloniki. She had never been there before. She had met the man before, but like we've never actually visited him in his house, right? And um, he's ne she's never actually visited him and she had never seen this place either. And the only time that this guitar needed to be fixed was exactly the next day. So it was imperative that we left that night. Um, and it just so happened, actually, that that night uh, there was this other event going on um, between worlds. It was like the spoken word, uh, spoken word performance that I'm uh, that I that I organized for the first time in Pristina, and now I'm thinking of like continuing it as its own series, but. I still, I'm still kind of putting that together, so I'll, I'll, I'll get back from that tangent anyway. Uh, so yeah, whenever adventure calls, 
I mean, I I'm not one to say no to to spontaneity. If you want to make me do something, make me do it the very last minute. <laughs> I'll for sure sign up. For some reason, I just have a super high tolerance to that kind of pressure, and it's more or less where I thrive. Although maybe not th- thrive is maybe not the best word for it, because I don't think I could survive under that kind of pressure for a very long time. Um, so it was very fun. Like we we took a midnight trip. It was I hadn't gone, I hadn't dr- like driven that late and so long like I forgot the last time when I did that and it was just kind of it was serene um and I don't know if you drive listener but driving is part of just it's just about the most therapeutic process for me personally uh just something about kind of not really caring where you're going or how to get there you're just driving and you know it's gonna the road is gonna take you there exactly where you need to be kind of a thing and if you have somewhere that you gotta be you know nothing stopping you from enjoying the view as much as you can enjoying the view and enjoying the ride ahead of you i just love driving during the day during the night no matter how tired I'll still be able to get on like on, on a car and just drive um, so so yeah it was quite the experience and then we went to Yanis's house uh, and Tringa's guitar was being fixed for the next two days and Yanis was showing us around uh, the Saloniki and he, he drove us into town and he showed us this little uh, this little typical Greek restaurant I guess but it's strange because see generally that area like in Greece, Serbia, Kosovo, you know, generally Southeast Balkan is very, um, they share a lot of, especially the food culture. It's obviously very different from one another, like from region to region as you, as you move across them. But it's, there's something just similar about it, right? There's just like similar, but with a twist, with its own like cultural twist. But oh, there was something about eating in a Greek restaurant that didn't feel anything like it. It felt like you were, you were eating just the right amount of everything, like piece by piece. Uh, and this was this was definitely like an eye-opening experience, uh, and I never actually had the chance to give Greek cuisine, a, a, I guess, a chance <laughs> before. So this was a very welcomed event, and then. Everybody there was essentially musicians, friends of Yanis, and they just started playing music. Uh, and then there were like everybody there started singing, and there was this sort of choir that all of a sudden took place, and people were like standing up and like screaming and singing at the top of their lungs, and it was like a sh- whole theatrical show. Uh, and we just happened upon it, right? And Yanis was saying later, like, you, you girls are very lucky. Like, this doesn't happen very often. <laughs> and it happened that very day. It's almost like the universe was, like, winking at us, like, you're at the exact right place at the right time. And I just absolutely love it when that happens. And it happens a lot. So... That was essentially the adventure. We then went back and then I asked Yanis if he would be willing to to interview, just to talk about, you know, his work, his workshop. And 
because we were talking all throughout and he had so many stories to tell like for example he knew he wanted to make guitars ever since he was 16 at which point he actually left Greece and came back like he left Greece to follow a completely different path <laughs> Uh, which you will hear more about in, in the episode. And then only 16 years later, like 16 years later, by the age of 32, he realizes that he needs to go back home and fulfill his dreams of making guitars. And it just so happens that he made that one guitar that was perfect for this little musician uh well little musician it's like an expression i i'm pretty sure the tringa is going to be big like huge in 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 kosovo our culture and history uh she's one of essentially one of the very few if not right now the only guitarist like in that is uh playing in kosovo and like professionally playing guitar in kosovo and I really want to get her on this podcast. I have to convince her to come and tell me more about her music. I don't want to spoil Tringa's storyline. I want her to come and, and, and share her own story. I don't want to take it out of her mouth. But uh, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully very, very soon. And without further ado, though, I will open way to the conversation with Yanis, which turned from the workshop. We were talking about many other things many other philosophical things where we began and where we ended up I don't know but he left me he left me with something very interesting that I still think about to this day well you know what you will just hear it yourself thank you for joining in this flow I hope you enjoy the story I hope you enjoy the kind of format that I'm going for here where you know I'm just turning on my phone and having a conversation with people like I love doing this I'm gonna keep doing it High, possibly improving the quality, of course, but I think for now, it's okay. It'll suffice. I think it does the job quite right. So thank you for joining. Without further ado, I will open the curtain to the rest of the episode. All right. So, have you done the interviews before? Have you done interviews you before? A lot of times. But really? in Greek, in Greek, ah, in, in Greek, Greek language, I can uh, talk directly a lot of uh, hours and uh, use all, uh, also my language very well. Yeah. In, in English, it's a little difficult, but I, I have been in, in other canals, in France, or I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, yesterday when we were talking at the at the bar yesterday. Yeah. Um, and you were telling us things about you and Yorhi, right? Your your best friend, and you were telling us about the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I wanted to go back to those yeah. stories, and so you can you can start telling us. Actually, where are we? Where is this? Where are we? Where where? Where we are? Are we? You mean here? Yeah, right now. Yeah, for people yeah, listening, no, yeah, just to know where no, we are. Yeah, we are uh, out of Thessaloniki. Thessaloniki is the second uh, big, uh, biggest town in Greece, and uh, we are in uh, between two small villages, mm -hmm. twenty kilometers from the centrum of Thessaloniki. One is the name is Cardia, and the other is Katoskolari. Mm. So between them, the, these two uh, villages, I. He built a house uh, for 1990 and uh, I have uh, uh, built also my workshop 
and uh, uh, two workshops, one with the heavy machines and the other there I build uh, the guitars. Mm. So I have plenty of light, daylight, and uh, mm. I see around only green. I don't see houses and, and, and people. That is true. I'm alone. <laughs> that is true, actually. We are surrounded by nature everywhere. In... Only trees. And now it's a winter time and the trees are not green. If uh, uh, you will be here in the uh, spring time, mm -hmm. then the green is too much. Too, 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 green. <laughs> too, green, too green. I can see here you have a grape vine. Yeah, uh, for uh, about uh, 20 years ago, I planted... Uh, uh, two sorts uh, uh, grapes. One is Cabernet Sauvignon and the other is Syrah. Mm. They are uh, very good uh, um, quality wines um, uh, internationally. And uh, I make a lot of bottles of wine and I drank a lot of bottles with my friends. You made uh, the wine. You made it I yourself. Make the, I make the wine. Here I have, I have a small winery in, uh, in my cellar. So, but uh, the last uh, years, something happens and uh, some uh, sickness comes to my plants mm -hmm. uh, in uh, around the end of July, and uh, they I cannot make wine since seven years now. Wow! I I hope this year I will take care of this a little better to to have some good wine for next winter. Well, is it hard to make wine? Is, is it difficult to make wine? Yeah, it, it, the, the red wine, it's not, not so difficult for me now, but uh, uh, you must wait more than one year to, to have a good red wine. Mm. Uh, with the white wine, you can uh, eat, you can drink directly. But the, oh, I mean, okay. even, even the good wines must be must be uh, in the barrels, then the uh, wooden barrels from France, to, to have a special taste after afterwards, and then they can must be about two years. So after three years, you can have a good red wine on your table to eat, mm. to drink. After two years. After well. two and one year in another uh, in, in another place. About after three years, it's uh, it's the the time there the wine becomes good for drinking. Mm -hmm. Okay, and when did you start? Now this is <clears throat> this is very interesting. When did you start making wine? Making wine, uh, I I was living in Sweden, and I uh, tried. I was uh, one day uh, invited to. A, a place, a hotel there, they have wine testing. And uh, they, some people, uh, enologues, they present their wines. And I was impressed from their job and, and uh, <laughs> the good wine, because until this time I drank only bad wine from, <laughs> from Spain. So okay. after that, when I uh, decided to come to Greece, I put a goal to to make my wine in Greece and to plant to plant the wine plants. So 
Oh, actually, yeah. Can you turn it off? I, I okay. Yeah, because it's too loud. Okay. You can wait. It's okay. It's so hot too. It's like hot. Yeah. I think it will close now. Yeah. Uh, so you were saying you so, only drank bad wine from yeah, Spain yeah, yeah, and yeah. then and uh, after after that when I built the house I had I have a place enough to to plant to buy plants. So I mm. have uh, about 300 plants in my uh, in, in my place here. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I started. I tried to 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 learn people uh, to know people who are who are specialists in wine, and I have uh, the uh, possibility to, to meet one enologue uh, from a very big name in wines in Thessaloniki. So I have uh, him to always to give my to give his uh, uh, opinion how to, I will start to, to do. Mm. So this was uh, for me a good luck, and I started and with a lot of difficulties, but I could go on. So at least I make so good wine. So I sold about 30 years 30 euros a bottle wow yeah, because the bottles were too much too, too many i could not uh, drink all this wine okay but 30 euros a bottle that's yeah. a pretty good <clears throat> signature of a wine and the, the worth of uh, a, a friend of mine a german german guitarist who knows uh, wines present mm. my wine uh, in germany in Iserlohn, and uh, the expert there, he told, he told him that the, my wine was worth about 70 euros. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's why very good for me to, to, to hear. Mr. Yorhi, so everything you make is very valuable. Everything no, you create. It's a compliment, but I take it. <laughs> it is a very big compliment. And it's, I mean, it's with reason. So yeah. you say yourself, it yeah. was valued. And then right now you sit in front of a guitar that you make, which actually brought us here. Yeah. Um, we came here to fix a broken guitar and but I learned about everything. We, we, we did it. Yeah, um, we did. <laughs> unbelievable. I, I could, when I saw this call, I could not believe that I could close it. But uh, it was too much, too much. Otherwise, it only cracks here, but not so big hole open. Yeah. But I think it will be a nice guitar from today. Yes, I, I yeah. hope so. I hope yeah. so that Ringa can get her guitar back and can go back to practicing yeah. and representing Kosovo, which we will talk about <laughs> next podcast. But um, so my question, uh, one more thing about the wines. Did you name it? Was there a name? Yeah, the no, one? I did. Uh, I didn't name. I I, I only wrote. I uh, have uh, uh, the uh, the label on, on mm -hmm. the bottle. It's uh, the name of the uh, of the plants, mm -hmm. Cabernet Sauvignon, which mm -hmm. year, and it was made by Yanis Palodimopoulos, my name, and I wrote also for friends because <laughs> okay. uh, to sell this, I had to, I had to be. 
and professional maker, yes. uh, wine maker. Yes. So I, I did it only for for friends. So, okay. Yeah. And the other, I, if I make only from the other from Serac, Serac it was more uh, more sweet uh, uh, sort of uh, of the of wine. And the Serac you put drink almost after one year. It 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 mm -hmm. was ready, but uh, Cabernet it was uh, a little more strong uh, uh, taste. It should be softer uh, after two to two three years. Okay, so that's how you tell you, that you, wine you, is ready. You, you taste you, it. You you uh, when you taste it, you feel in your in your mouth. Ah, you see, you, yeah. you can yeah. see a sense. It's ready. It's or something. Not. Okay. Yeah, not uh, you don't drink. Uh, uh, Cabernet, uh, one year Cabernet, uh, uh, very pleased. Mm. It's not so so uh, tasteful. So this is why they say wine gets better with time. It is that the taste yeah. actually yeah, changes yeah. with time. But with uh, time. Uh, there are some some uh, kind of uh, plants. They can you can have wine uh, after twenty years, something like this. But there are some other uh, wine plants and wine uh, you you cannot have this because after 15 years or 10 years change the in the bottle the the what the taste mm -hmm. and it's not really wine it's something like cognac or some uh, some other drink but not okay. not really fresh wine okay yeah. okay have you made other kinds of alcohol or just wine uh, after uh, after wine, the rest, the remain of uh, <coughs> of wine making, uh, I was boiled and I make uh, this uh, rakia. Raki, okay, yeah. that's our favorite drink. <laughs> and uh, I make very good rakia, but uh, after some years I got tired because it was too much job for for everything. Really. To, to, to to cut the grapes, to make the wine, to put from uh, from one place to another. All the time the wine has too much. It's not only to put the wine somewhere and then you start to, to drink. You have to to make uh, a lot of times. I don't know the word uh, uh, from one. To take from one place, mm -hmm. you have to put in another. Like a jar. And after, yeah, and after three mm -hmm. three months, you take it uh, again to the other. So it uh, some. Uh, some small uh, um, uh, things in the wine goes down to the to the uh, the, the bottom. Mm -hmm. uh, so you you have to pour, to put them away. Mm -hmm. Like so, residue, I guess. Like that's what it's called. Like the residue, you take it out. Yeah, then you, you take get, it out of uh, the wine. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Out of the wine. You mm -hmm. do, you take the wine <laughs> first out, and the remain you you. You throw this away, okay. and then you put a, you make a clean and make again the wine inside. Then this must you do about ten ten times. Wow, that's yeah. far that too, too much work. Too hard, you know? yeah. And if you want to have barrels from uh, France, hmm. uh, the barrel costs about six hundred euro, and it uh, you can have this only for two years. You can rent it. Then you you have to take it back. Uh, the the, the the barrel. Yeah, you take yeah. the so you only yeah, rent yeah, oh, them yeah. and they take it back. Okay. You don't, you don't get it back. You can burn it. It's not. 
not, not useful anymore for wine. Ah, I see. Take okay. the wine takes uh, the the aroma from uh, from barrel, and then uh, after two years, has the barrel nothing to to give. Wow. So okay. if you see inside in my uh, in my stove inside. I have half barrel. Yes, I saw yeah, it. It's from one barrel I have from, from France. And you saved it. Okay, yeah. you saved That's beautiful. I noticed that a lot of things in your house look like you built them. Did you make them? Yeah, yeah. I, I did a lot of things in the house. I built, uh, I, I say, I built the half house. <laughs> uh, and at the same time, I built guitars. Mm. And I make children. <laughs> I did, I and did, made wine. I, well, I did everything. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm, I'm in the uh, period of subtraction. What's the name? You, you mm. take away things. Yeah. You're removing uh, things, yeah. simplifying life. Yeah. yeah. Well, then what about uh, tell tell me about the moment, Mr. Yorki, when you decided to come back to Greece. To you Greece. said uh, you yes. you left at 23. You left Greece. To study yeah. economy, uh, yes. I left Greece in 970. Mm. I was 23 years old. Mm. I left Greece with one guitar. Like as old as Stringa. Uh, <laughs> with one guitar mm. and uh, some clothes. And uh, then uh, I, I stayed there in Sweden 13 years. I studied economy at the university. I... Learned the language very quickly, uh, and I was uh, their official um, uh, translator uh, in Sweden, and I was also teacher for the Greek language for the small children of the in, uh, in from uh, immigrants, okay. Greek immigrants. I learned them to to speak Greek, mm. and uh, but uh, after. Thirteen years, I was a little tired of the perfectionism. <laughs> the Swedish too perfectionism. Much, too much clean, everything, everything is well organized. Mm. So I decided to come back to, to mm. at least thirty, uh, forty years back to this civilization mm. to start again to live like, like a human, human being, a little more free, because in Greece. We are free, and we have, uh, say, a democracy, a kind of the good democracy. I mean, but we also still uh, still feel free. So this uh, this and the light and the sun and the sea make me to come and stay forever, <laughs> forever here in Greece. And it keeps you happy. I am really happy because I am here, but I was happy everywhere I was. I can, can say <laughs> it, my type is this. Uh, I I am singer. I'm playing guitar, and I have been playing also uh, for uh, professionally in mm. uh, in uh, uh, a lot of uh, events here in Greece. And uh, now I don't do this anymore. I only sing for my friends. Yes. Yeah. Like wine for your friends, you sing for your friends. Do you make guitars for your friends too? Did yeah. you did you create <laughs> for Tringa? You made the guitar. Yeah. Uh, but the, when did you decide that you wanted to make guitars? Uh, I it wasn't uh, something which made me to change. Uh, I was make maker of uh, a very 
beautiful instrument, Greek instrument. Uh, the name is Santuri. Uh, Santuri. Santuri. This have, uh, the, they have in Romania, they call the cymbalon. They play with the, with the, um, uh, some... Like, like sticks, yeah. like drum sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, they, uh, it's very, very nice instrument. I make this instrument and uh, one day, uh, and I, uh, at the same time I make one guitar for me to play for, for, for myself. So when just... I make this guitar, uh, a guy who was classical guitar a guitarist came to my workshop and he saw this guitar and he told me if you make this guitar for you, why don't you make classical guitars because we don't have classical guitar makers in Greece and everybody <laughs> goes to Spain to buy guitars. Wow. And uh, I told him I don't know what, what to do and he told me I will uh, borrow you my guitar, you will see it, how it's built, take all the tales you want and try to build. And I built my second guitar and I showed to, the, to, he, to him and he told me this is really good, I will sell it for you to one student. So started slowly, every guitar I make, they, it was sold. Wow. When I make the 11th <laughs> guitar, I was in very good level. Then another friend told me that, uh, that he wrote, read in, in a newspaper that uh, there is one guitar competition for makers in France. Okay. So he told me, why don't you go there to, to see uh, what happens with uh, you and uh, to comparing to other makers? So. I didn't have any money to do this, but this time I met my wife, Ekaterini. Mm. Uh, we, uh, uh, we were together and she told me, she lived in Germany, she told me that I will give you the money, we, you go to France and then uh, you take the airplane from France and come to Hamburg to, to meet me. Wow. Said, yeah. So I, <laughs> I took my guitar. Oh, what to, a love story! <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I lived in a house of a friend of mine, and uh, a woman. She was very rich and has a very fine apartment in the best area in in uh, in Paris. Mm. And uh, then I um, uh, I took part of uh, this competition. And it was 50 makers from all the world, most of them from Spain. They were from Australia, from Canada, from Germany, from uh, France, from Italy. And uh, from, with my 11th guitar, I came to the, uh, to the 25th position between 50. With your 11th guitar? Yeah, with my 11th. So I was very happy because from people who makes guitar after generation after generation with my 11th guitar i was in the 25th place oh, wow. yeah. so then i met uh, two guys one is uh, uh, um, uh, matthias daman mm. he is one of the best makers in the world now mm. and another dominique felt he is from from france we became friends and uh, we have contact all the time, but the most contact I have with uh, Matthias Daman. He called me to his workshop in Germany and we were uh, buying wood together. He showed me a lot of techniques for guitar 
but no know the how to make a good guitar mm. because this was his secret, his secret yes. and I, <laughs> I respected it uh, so but this help I get from him open my wings mm. for uh, making guitar and after that I started to make my own uh, investigation how to, to do a better guitar and suddenly one day I make one guitar it was really good and mm. then I told myself then you have to go and present it in Europe because in Greece it was so I was in uh, in Germany in a very big festival and when people came to me they opened their eyes they what have you done and the guitar is now so good <laughs> can you make one guitar more like this I told them I hope so because I learn in uh, the university that if you must uh, if you make an investigation you write always the details mm. that, how, what you do, do this and uh, the and measurements so i did for this and, uh, <clears throat> with the second and third guitar i get again to the to, to germany and then i started to get to have uh, orders from from different uh, countries from Croatia, I sold guitars, a lot of guitars. I sold guitars in Germany, in France, and uh, in Korea. Korea. Yeah, in China, a lot of uh, people. So I have I increased my price from 1,500 to 4,000, 5,000 euro. So it was a good uh, development for my career. Mm. And when was the first guitar that you sold in Kosovo? When, how guitar, did that happen? How did you... How it happened, uh, 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 Professor Cerdet... Uh, Professor Cerdet. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, he was teacher in, uh, in uh, Zagreb. Mm -hmm. In Zagreb I sold uh, one, uh, the first guitar to a guy. And after that, uh, when they saw the guitar of him, a lot of guys... Uh, started to, to order guitars. So I was in Zagreb a lot of times to, to deliver guitars. Mm. And uh, so with Chef uh, Det, we had always uh, communication. And uh, so he invited me to Peja International Guitar Festival. I donated also one guitar there first. And uh, now it was the second guitar I donated for this year, for the festival. But I was always either donate or no i was invited always in pega every summer <laughs> with my whole family so we were in the five-star hotel there mm -hmm. living, uh, very good and drinking mm -hmm. wine with my friend Ehat musa mm -hmm. and rakia probably because kosovo's raki is very good i i, I prefer the, to drink uh, drink wine and uh, this um, uh, wine um, what the name sardonet Mm, okay. They, they make good Chardonnay in, in Kosovo. Uh, so, uh, is this uh, the Stone Castle, Stone Castle wine? Yes. That's the Sabernet? I don't, I don't know how they have, but it's really, okay. really good. It's yeah. good. From a winemaker, that is a big compliment. So yeah. I'm sure they will really be happy to hear this. Yeah. Uh, so you went to Kosovo. Actually, I am from Pea. I show it in your... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, yeah. that is my hometown, so it is, yeah, the yeah. mountains are beautiful, ah, very it's, beautiful yeah. it's very similar a bit to, ah, to I, here when I we have, were driving. I have one 
group in my uh, Facebook. It's a uh, uh, Pega Friends. Pega Friends, yeah. really? Because we <laughs> they wanted to come when the festival will uh, take place mm -hmm. to come to Pega to to walk on the mountains to hike yes. on the mountains. Oh, you hiking? Hike yeah. and, and then uh, come to then follow the festival and living in the hotel in uh, Ducatini. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ducatini Hotel yeah. in the center of Pea. Yeah. Yeah. And my my uncle actually goes to hike. Yeah. In the mountains yeah. all the time. Okay. Like Jeravitsa Mountain, he's climbed mm -hmm. all yeah. the mountains in Kosovo. There Have are you... a lot of beautiful mountains there. Yes. And the, the water of this river who comes from up. Yeah. They say the what if you drink from the water uh, of the Rogova Mountains, you change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you change. You become said, uh, yeah. healthier, prettier ah, yeah, somehow. Yeah. It's, it's, that's why I'm sure when I come to Pega. <laughs> so that's why you're so happy. Yeah, you should take a whole bottle yeah, with yeah. you. But you're already you made the you made heaven here yeah. in this in this area. So you already have everything you need, I think. <laughs> and so. Uh, we can go we, like back to the guitars. You you said you wanted to slow down. You wanted to start removing things. Do you are you eventually going to stop making guitars? Yeah, I think I uh, I started already now to to stop because I I see that I get uh, tired uh, to stay in uh, the uh, workshop a lot of hours. Mm. It's not like before, so I I want to to keep my. Uh, my power to for hiking and make other other activities. Mm -hmm. So to live like a, a real pensioner. <laughs> That's the dream, I guess, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, okay, a, a little poor, more poor than before, but uh, satisfied and happy. That is very inspiring. I hope we live lives. I hope we get to live those lives where all our life we do something we love, and then in the end we keep doing something for, for ourselves so that we live longer and we enjoy it yeah. longer. So I don't know if all people do this. No. I know no. only only few people do because all yeah. people, they work until they die. Yes. And with a lot of money, they, yes. they cannot enjoy their, their life. For me, it was really a big, big, a big decision, but not, not difficult. Mm. One day I say, I told myself that then I, I stop now. If I will make a guitar, I will make an expensive guitar, mm -hmm. uh, make more most expensive model, hmm. but not uh, not guitars for uh, three thousand euros or something like this. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I follow this program. I go to the town when I want. I go to meet uh, my friends. I like to to make small journeys alone because my wife cannot follow me mm. because her. Uh, sickness and uh, so I live, I can say, more free than before in mm. my life now. So you've done, you've given a lot to this world, I think. Yeah. You've given a lot to this world. I have given a lot when I see the house here and how much work. Mm. I, I cannot believe that one man can do such things. Yeah. And now it, it, they look in front of me like a big mountain. <laughs> Before it was nothing. And now you climb that mountain and you hike it. Now I climb because I enjoy it now. Now you enjoy Nobody it. Nobody forced me to do <laughs> You build yeah. the, your own mountain. Now you climb your own mountain because you enjoy yeah. it. 
That is beautiful. I hope we all get to build our own mountains one day. Yeah, you. I hope we all get to build our own mountains one day. You know, to build, to, to build, build this to build mountain. Mountain. Yeah. Who? Everyone. Yeah, everyone. Because it is a challenge. It, yeah, but it's difficult. No? It's very difficult. <coughs> people are not the the majority of people. They are uh, not uh, this uh, philosophy. They don't. They don't have these uh, thoughts. Mm. They just follow. Um, Unfortunately, I can say that there's a big massa in in the population who don't live like human beings. They don't. Absol absolutely and uh, yeah, unfortunately. And why do you think that happens? Uh, I think it. The, this is a long story be, before from uh, the time uh, people uh, uh, started to live in uh, in uh, in this earth, how mm. it develops. Uh, this uh, only anthropologue anthropolo can 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 tell us. Mm. But uh, since uh, people started to to win money from each other, then from each other mm. change the things. Yeah, people they mm. want to to be uh, workers to work hard, don't live, mm. so they become more and more richer. Mm. This is the. This philosophy from ancient years continue today in more, more uh, extremely, let's say. It, Look today mm. with the, the increasing uh, uh, prices of uh, gas, petroleum and everything. People, they cannot warm their houses and they the people who are in the government, they know it, but they do nothing. Yeah. And leave them alone. Mm. It's yeah. like we forgot that we are human and we only want to remember that we can use each other like a tool. Like you have these tools, like we forgot yeah, yeah, that we are yeah. human, but we are tools for someone who is, is more powerful. This and is the, this is the, the philosophy. But uh, mm. I, I mean, they, the politicians, they can, they are not alone. They, they, they don't uh, uh, decide alone. There is mm. a mechanism behind them and go far away mm. and they instruct them what to do. So it's a, it's a very, very difficult uh, discussion. This, uh, mm. We must speak in our language to, to express because I have a lot of things in my mm. in my head, but I cannot express this in, in another language. Mm. No, I understand. I understand. But it's okay because uh, what goes to show is that this is universal. Like no matter what language we speak, it's universal that we all feel uh, used by the system, like yeah. tools, and yeah. we all have this desire to break free like you did when you were younger and you decided yeah. to break free of that cleanliness and I, system. Really, I am not free. There is, mm. I think, in, in, in this earth, mm. nobody is free. Nobody is free, nobody yes, is free. of course. But I, I just uh, turn a little more than the others. Yes, you gave yourself the life that you wanted. Yeah. And I think that is all that one can ask of life, is um, to get back that path that the road you say i want i don't want to choose to go that way i want to go this way and nobody can stop me and i will prove that i can do it right i can make it because that is the scary part yeah. that we don't yeah. do 
every day you know is dependent on uh, how uh, how do you feel because there are ex external uh, uh, things who make you to change a lot of times the, the role. Yeah, that's true. You cannot, uh, you cannot uh, say that I follow this. Mm. You, it's not, uh, not, not really truth because uh, <clears throat> the ancient philosophers they say that uh, all the things flows. Nothing is uh, stopped and stagnated. <laughs> Nothing is static. And, uh, yeah, all it flows. So. When all the things flows, how you can be that I will follow this when you can change everything, everything can change for you. Mm. Philosophically, there is no past, there is no future, only here and now moment. This, this moment, exactly this moment. Mm. And the afternoon, second, there is not, not this, it's the other, unknown. And we get we get obsessed with the next moment to come or with the one that just passed we obsess and we this, don't live in the here and this now. need a very big uh, philosophy uh, and ideas in uh, in uh, in your head mm. and uh, it's uh, a question of uh, of uh, really uh, take these things inside you very serious mm. and uh, live in a realistic uh, realistic way not mm. in dream way mm. dream you can uh, dream a, a lot of uh, things but the the realistic the, the realistic realism is this you make you to to go down again to to the to the earth mm. not fly yes and we all return to the earth at some point Huh? We all return, we go back into the earth at some point. Yeah, yeah. So yeah it's where yeah. we belong, not in the sky. Unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of people, they are not on the earth, they are under the earth. Oh, <laughs> so they haven't, their head is they not haven't, outside. Yeah, they haven't seen, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They haven't seen the sun. No, no. Uh, really, I mean it in uh, reality. Go to, to, di to different villages in the, in the whole world, up in the mountain, there are people they never seen a town, only in television, perhaps, mm. if they have, and they have no idea for, for nothing. Uh, I read something, there is a, a philosopher, uh, Schopenhauer, he says that people, they don't know what happens around them. Mm. And the worst is that they don't know that that this happens. <laughs> yeah, not that they don't know what happens, but that it happens. Mm. Yeah, so we have in this unfortunately difficult, uh, um, uh, but this was all, all the time. It was, it is not, uh, not uh, now because a lot of people, they say that, uh, ah, the things were better before and now it's the worst. Never. <laughs> All the time it was, perhaps before it was more worse than today. Mm. Everybody could come into the town with, with uh, 1,000 people and burn the town, take the women. <laughs> That's uh, very <coughs> true. Yeah, they did That's a lot of times true. in Thessaloniki. They did a lot of times in the islands. They take the women 
they kill men or they take them to, to sell them to, to slavery somewhere. Today we have a new slavery like this, you make a war in Syria and export uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, people, uh, Arbeitskraft, what this is the, in English? Arbeitskraft workers? Hand workers. Hand workers. Yeah, two different uh, industrial uh, countries. That's true. Yeah, people is... wait a million in Turkey and a thousand in Greece mm. to go to the to the different uh, industries, not in in the, in the fine positions, uh, the directors and like things like this. People who study in their countries and they have a lot of diplomas, they go to. Uh, to a German <coughs> industry. Yeah, such if in my case it was similar. I had to go to Poland to find work for what I want yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, but it's it's also because I think like our country like Kosovo for example, uh it's still very young. So it doesn't really give us it doesn't uh, fulfill our needs, right? I have this. I have, I work in an industry that is unknown in Kosovo, so I have to go to Poland and do that job. Uh, yes, but uh, the 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 question is why they divide the Kosovo from uh, Yugoslavia and why they love you suddenly in uh, mm -hmm. some countries. What what is what they expect from you? Mm. Oh, are you so clever? That. Are you so beautiful? Are you so? <laughs> So rich, so they won't know. There are other things. Hmm. And uh, the things, but I think, is that uh, the basis, the military basis in uh, which war in Germany, it was very expensive to have. So they move in Kosovo, they move in Skopje, they move in Greece. To the to small countries, they, they can control 100%. Hmm. I don't, I honestly do not understand politics, like, at all. So... Yeah, but it's very important. It's very important to know why you left your your town and your country. Yeah, true. I mean, I try to find the answer. It's it's a temporary solution, right? It's temporary. It's like you going to Sweden in those day in those years, formative years of your life, and deciding that you don't want to do that. Actually, you want to do something completely different. Go back and yeah. work. When you came here, you mentioned. Uh, you, you, when you want to follow something, it's not always easy, right? It's not always going to be easy to do that. Did you have moments when you were challenged and it was hard to be here, difficult to be here? And yeah. how did you keep going? Uh, I don't know if I have understood you well, but uh, 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 when I left uh, Greece, I was very poor. Mm -hmm. uh, Greece had just finished uh, uh, the war. I was 47, born 47, 46, 45, 46, the war was finished. And then when I was in Sweden, I was, uh, uh, I have no information about all these things I told you now. Mm -hmm. I have not in my mind uh, to, to have the, the, the critic uh, skepsis uh, mm. uh, like, uh, like now. So I was uh, impressed in, uh, in of uh, the big supermarket uh, at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But after that, I started to see that there was no, nothing to, 
to important for my life this this form and slowly and slowly i took away but i did because i started to go to another dimension in my in my thought mm. the other people they are still there yes and they are in a, in a, what's the name of uh, houses for uh, old people mm. uh, oh i don't know oh. Uh, well, in Mara, I don't even remember in Albanian. But yes, I understand. Yeah, but you understand, yeah. Yes. They are, uh, they are unhappy. They are they they still that they are Greek, mm -hmm. lived all their life there, and they will die there. Wow. Wow. But it was was it easy to live here in this to build this house? Yeah. yeah. If it was easy. Yes. Easy. <laughs> It was uh, easy because I was young and mm. I wanted Warned. to do it at the end. I, I forced, uh, but uh, and I had help uh, sometimes from people. And uh, but uh, the house is very big. Yes, it is very big. Yes, I, I can I can imagine today to, to build such a house. Plus, raise raise two children. And how many dogs do you have? And five dogs? Three dogs. Three and dogs. One, one puppy. And one puppy now. <laughs> yes. So it was. It must have been d difficult. And how did you do it? How did you manage? For how many years has it been now? Thirty uh, years. Uh, yeah. Here. Yeah. From nineteen uh, nineteen ninety, we come in in the house. From nineteen ninety. So this thirty thirty two years. Yeah. What is one of your best memories? You, uh, you know, I have, uh, I have the the good uh, thing. I never go back to memories. Mm -hmm. I know I never go back <laughs> and say and say, oh, what I have done or something like this, or, or what faults I done. Never, because they say all all the all philosophy is based on don't don't go back. Mm -hmm. Try to to get to 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 have the the faults mm. for. Uh, for, 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 for the future <laughs> because if I start now to tell you my wrong what I have done mm. we will discuss all the time about this mm. and we, I will be sad and you will be sad <laughs> and at the least nobody wins of this yes. nothing That's true. it does help you to, to learn my experience but we say now the house is here I lived in, the, in this 30 years and I'm happy to see this every every morning you see light and everything and we continue and i don't care what happens after my die i tell to my daughters now because my daughter say you must make this clear you must say the machines you must do this you must do this so don't leave all the things to us because we don't know what to do with with this but if i will start this i want one live more Mm. to be off with everything here mm. and to, to change your, you know, to change your your thought that tomorrow is finished with me ah, let's, yes. let's, let's do this now <clears throat> for, to prepare the live the comfortable life for other people yes I think it's a mistake I will live in this area 
until I die, and then they will find the solution. Yes, they will. There is all these big machines they take can <laughs> take and throw it away. Yes, they will. There will always be a way, but yeah. you will never get your time back. That's very powerful, actually. That's very powerful to say, I don't want to prepare you for me not no, being no, here. You're, no, no, no. If you live to prepare a, a family, to prepare to have children, mm. to prepare them to be good people, to prepare mm. them to have a good profession, mm. after that they will have the, the children, and the, uh, the, their children, then I have to prepare for their uh, for, you will always be yeah and okay. work for the work for them and going and take the children every day make food for them because they our children must be free and they're young this for me is very wrong instead wrong opinion i told them everybody will do for his for a future. If you want to have a children, you will keep your children, you will find a student to, to keep them for you. But mm. I want to go to islands, I want to go to Thailand, I want to, 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 to travel around mm. to see and to learn more things which I didn't, I could not do before. Mm. So not be, uh, what's the name of, uh, uh, a girl who, who keeps the children. The babysitter. Baby, yeah, I don't want to be babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you you are your own responsibility. We that's we are all our own responsibility. We take care of ourselves. Yeah, yeah we learn yeah, yeah. to take care of ourselves. And what is the, do you look forward to something? What do you look forward to something? Forward. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the I can look I cannot look forward because you know uh, now I made the risk in this age to get uh, the cancer something like this it comes about after 70 75 until 80 something mm -hmm. all people mm -hmm. all people will have it mm -hmm. it's uh, impossible uh, other people they have it very intensive and they get problems other people they don't and they can live until 90 without problems. Mm -hmm. So I make no plans. I make only plans very uh, mm. close here. Mm. I, of course, I try to 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 keep my my uh, healthy health uh, in a good uh, condition. That's why I'm hiking. I try to eat uh, good things, not uh, to be anxious, not to be. Uh, with uh, um, a lot of things in my mind uh, which I cannot solve. Hmm. I try to have, have my, my mind clear. Um, long far away from toxic uh, friends I have uh, and uh, toxic people. Uh, I don't speak I, I don't speak with stupid people. <laughs> I, I say yes, you are right. <laughs> In Albanian, we have a word we say, budalas lushayarugan. It means to the, the stupid person, let them go in their yeah, path. Yeah. Just yeah. show them, just open yeah. the way yeah, to open, the stupid open, person. Yeah, to the fool. <laughs> to the fool, yes. Open and, the way. And, to the and fool. don't try to, to change some 
uh, who is a, a Christian, let's say, mm. that there is no God. No, if, yes. Uh, if, yep, you, if you do it, if you do it, you make his, his belief more stronger, say, mm. more stronger. Oh, it works counterintuitively. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if somebody, yes. if you, you speak with some Christian, then after the discussion, he must come and uh, tell you, thank you very much because you made me more Christian than <laughs> <Yeah>. before. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Don't try to change anyone's beliefs. They are there for a reason. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. You don't try to change anyone's belief because everyone no, has no, their no. own beliefs. Everyone believes okay, what they want. Okay, I write some things in, uh, in, uh, in my uh, Facebook, in my site, uh, uh, about uh, different stupid uh, behavior people have. Mm. But uh, until there, uh, if somebody writes something, I don't discuss, I, I tell them also that the discussion here is forbidden for mm -hmm. me. If you want, you can mm -hmm. come to tell me what, uh, and we discuss, but face to face, and then if I dis discovered he's stupid, I, <laughs> you block them. I, I say to him, you are right. Uh, all right. Who is your favorite person to have discussions with? Yesterday you mentioned your friend, uh, Jorge, Mr. Jorge. With Jorge, we are the perfect, mm -hmm. the perfect pair. We discuss a lot of things openly, you cannot understand everything, everything, without uh, uh, boundaries and mm. uh, having a fear or uh, to say oh, what he will say now if I say no everything, every, everything, yeah. Mm. And uh, I have also uh, one uh, one lady now in we speak in uh, in Facebook. She's also open-minded. Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, I think she has uh, she has problems, personal problems, and uh, I prefer people who solve their own problems, and mm -hmm. then we build after that mm -hmm. to go higher in the mind, um, not, not to to be a psychologue. Uh, I will be psychologue for her mm -hmm. to try to solve her problem. That is very healthy. Yeah, I, that is very healthy for the mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I prefer to to find someone which is ready, ready at the same level like me or higher, mm. not uh, lower. Mm -hmm. So we can build something better to know the, the the people better, to understand people better, to understand the 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 world we live. Mm. This is very important. Not to live on, in dreams on people uh, things which you uh, we expect and never will happen. Yes, that is true. To to win uh, in one of these uh, games they play jackpot and stuff mm -hmm. like this, <laughs> uh, I learned in my life that is uh, you have you are in the Pacific Ocean. There is only one uh, goldfish. You, you are in a boat, you put your, <laughs> and you, you catch this fish, yes. so, so, uh, so the possibility is so big, to, so, so, so small to, to win, but every year, every uh, week, somebody wins, mm. because there is a combination 
millions of people. Millions then, of people yeah. and small chances. Somebody will win. One of us yeah, will but, win. Yeah. But then that someone should understand that they should still care for each other. I think even when we win in life, we still have to know that we are human. It doesn't make me better because I won or you worse. Are you yeah, or worse than the, me because it, I it you did? It depends what to win, what win. If you, you make material win, mm. I don't uh, I mm. don't care about. If you make a, a pneumatic uh, mm. win, then I I agree. Mm -hmm. I have an, an, a, a correspondence with one uh, get from China. I don't know, but it's from mm -hmm. Asia. Mm -hmm. And he when we write, he uh, tell me. And just wait a moment to see the <coughs> the version version which version any Deutsch Deutsch version you play there with uh, with action uh, with the money uh, you win money from nothing mm. uh, every day uh, sale petrol uh, buying uh, dollars uh, mm. uh, ah like trading. I guess. What's the name of this? Uh, this uh, this this is in Frankfurt. It's uh, uh, the. How do you say it? Bursen. Bursen. Is B O. Find this. Bursen. Stock, stock exchange. exchange. Yes. Yeah, okay. Stock yeah. exchange. Yeah. The, uh, let me uh, one moment to see my <laughs> stock exchange. What? Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> He said, you, do you want to play in this? I don't, keep your money, I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't, I, I have, I must, uh, the, the, the money for me is another, in another area. Mm. But I don't know if she understood that. I don't think she did, but uh, it, careful, because it happens a lot these days. Um, it happens a lot that people from Asia, they reach out to people in Europe and they just want to take money. So you did good that you didn't. You told her to go away for sure. Oh, wait, one sec, because uh, I need to stop. Do you have any words that you would like to say, like for the end, before we close it? To say what to say, to say something. Whatever you would want, yes, about uh, the conversation about, if you have anything in mind. I think that we came to speak about instruments. And we and ended up we, somewhere. <laughs> we discussed about philosophy. Like, we ended, yes, we did. First, we started talking about wine, and you yeah. didn't tell us that you made wine. So, this was. It, yeah. This is amazing, Mr. Yanis, because you, you did so many things in life, and you just. There's more to learn always with you, there's more to learn. Did you do yeah. anything else that I we don't know about? <laughs> the, this is a, this uh, I discuss with this lady now. Yeah, I told you that uh, yeah, she said she told me that she feels exactly the same. That we I don't want if uh, 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 we are eating in a table with my daughters and we discuss about something and one word I don't know. I stop the food. I take uh, the. They go to Google and I read what is the it means mm. because I don't want to, to forget it. But my daughters, they don't care. <laughs> it's with the opposite. And we, we are in the same house. Yeah. I, I, I could not only the Anastasia perhaps a little, but the other no, to give them uh, the, the big uh, 
present to to think. Curiosity. Yeah, yeah. Curiosity. Curiosity, yeah. yeah. No. That is the blessing. But they are, they are both, especially the Persephone, the oldest. Mm -hmm. She she's very proud of me to to in, to invite me and to present me for her friends, <laughs> for uh, for all the girls who has problems in their. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, solving their relationships. Yeah, solving they bring here to, to make coffee for them and sitting on the sofa inside and start to discuss with me their personal problems. It's like a, a psychologist, like a psychologist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seems I, I will say one thing that your brain is amazing and how you think and what you say. So I've only met you for two days now and yeah. I already feel like you are my grandfather. Like I was yeah. telling Tringa the other day. You feel like my grandpapa. I've never had a grandpapa, but it yeah. just feels like that. But it's, it's good to, to feel uh, even this, uh, yeah, yeah, to feel uh, for, other, for other people. Yeah, yeah. You have that energy that sort of you make people feel comfortable around you. And then obviously, like, you just... Uh, you, yeah, it, you uh, it is, uh, but it is... Uh, uh, I gave a lot of years uh, power for this. Yes. Nothing, yeah. uh, nothing came inside me without uh, you seeking uh, it uh, yes yeah so i hope we all actually will know how to seek it mm. we'll know how to look for this yeah, yeah. this will exactly. be our, our goal yeah <laughs> okay well so be curious <laughs> curious <laughs> about everything learn to, to learn things around and to put in your your uh, mm. brain it's only good and take away all this phobia <laughs> yes, I will have to let them go eventually. You must, you must do something. I'm, else. I'm working on them. You I am working. The other time you will come, we will feed them. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but what do? Yes, exposure you know, is if important. If you have uh, mm. such a phobia, mm. this is not a, not alone inside you. There are a lot of things. That's true. Yeah, it's I, not because of that. I can but understand it's... a lot of a lot of mm. things. If we, if you stay one day more here, mm. yeah, I can stay at the, there, and I can tell you what what is your life. Mm. I imagine it. Mm. That is, I'm sure you could. Huh? I am sure that you could, and there is a lot. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. not just that. But it's it's a, system, a process of working one thing at a time, you know, one thing, one thing at a time, and and working yeah, on. Yeah, but them. you must uh, take the very very radical, not uh, wait a long time, not because if you become older, then it's more difficult, to, difficult change. to change. People change, no. Mm -hmm. People try to change each other. It's the the biggest mistake. People yeah. they have. They must learn from their own power to save themselves mm -hmm. with some help, perhaps. It's not uh, an idea to tell you uh, what I, I, I get, say you are so, 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 so. There, mm -hmm. there is no good idea this, mm -hmm. but it's a good idea to, to, to ask you how you I can it? do this change. Mm -hmm. The, this discussion we will come we will again, not to criticize you why you are so. That is true. But to come in this discussion, then you must uh, 
uh, trust the other a lot and uh, not be hurt because you surely have, have been this in your life. Yeah. Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> And you already have you already have discovered everything yeah, yeah, make, in my yeah, life. Make, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very small one thing I needed to show you, and you were I know you now. I have figured you out. <laughs> well, no, it was a pleasure, Mr. Yanis, and thank you for everything. For these past few days, have been beautiful, showing us around, taking us. What was the name of that shop in town? What was the name of the store of your friend last night? Yeah, with food this, and music. The... This is a very, um, I will explain, when say, let me, let me see on my uh, translator, I must tell you, you jump, you jump and go on air mm. and with the, the legs open, mm. uh, you can jump here, but here happens nothing, but you can jump somewhere else and you can jump to, to go to another place. Uh, which oh, like is a little far, mm. and perhaps you don't, you don't reach this, and you fall down. The moment you are the with the open legs on the air, this calls in Greece meteoro vima. Meteoro, it means that it's on the air, mm. and vima is the. This is one step. step. The meteor. Mm. The, the meteor step of Garida is strong, so this uh, yeah, wait, I, I, I must... Okay, maybe you can... Oh, you need the... Uh, uh, I need the Greek, Greek also. Oh, can I... The, the translation, translator. Google Translate. Urbania to Greek and let Mengu. You can uh, talk it and we can record it. Yeah, you can say yeah. it in Greek. To meteoro vima tis garidas. Something is to meteoro vima. Greek. You have Greek here? Ah, no, wait. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like a small step for, uh, what was it? Small step for me, giant leap. Small step for for a human, giant leap for mankind. There's the same. Mm. Small step for man, 
giant leap for mankind, the first step uh, on yeah, the moon. Yeah, yeah, this is another. This is a different, this is like the opposite, it's yeah. like uh, this is the a meteoric a, step uh, is so like the meteoric step of the shrimp inside of your mouth. Because it's very good to drink reggae with, uh, with shrimp. <laughs> but so wait, so what is the message? Is the message take the leap? Do, do you jump the meteoric step or do you not? Because then you might end up in somebody's mouth. Yeah, I think jump. Jump anyway. Yeah, yeah. Jump anyway because you might actually yeah, make it. It can be the, this, but it can be also the opposite. Yes. You can open. You can jump with uh, with fantasy. You can die in, in, down in the... But you can open yeah. how, it, how it is to... To don't reach the the other the other side. Oh, you learn, you fail, and you learn, and then you know if you should yeah, do it next yeah. time <laughs> or this not. Is, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Yanis, for this. Uh, you are welcome. Talk. I hope you get something good from. Uh, I, it's just a good. I already we got something good from this. This is me. I share this with my friends. I share this with people who want to listen, who want to take this leap. Yeah. And learn new things about somebody in the middle of Greece, like that is making guitars and made wine and everything. So already you've given us okay. a lot. So thank you for this. And um, we wish you luck and good luck with the final yeah. guitar fixing <laughs> this know, one. You will see something here very, very nice when you come. Mm. Uh, and uh, uh, I will uh, tell you that I have uh, uh. So there you have it. The conversation this this roller coaster of a conversation with Yanis Paleodimopoulos. I hope you had fun and especially this last bit. I honestly just ended up not editing a single thing because I love this sort of rawness of us trying to find towards the end, trying to find the name, uh, the meteoric shrimp, the name of the restaurant. And he was trying to explain to us why this name, uh, why is it named this way? And it ends up also with being uh, a message in the end. Just take the, take the leap, take the leap of faith. Even if you end up in somebody's mouth, just do it. I I I liked Yanis's messages. I liked his way of seeing life. Uh, sort of a not. I guess like I I I enjoy the thought that you can never be old enough, you know, to just keep exploring and keep expanding your your psyche, right? Like just keep learning new things. I love that he was talking about his friend with whom he has these philosophical conversations in their life to him. And all that he means by that, you know, all that he tells me by that, uh, or what I hear rather, uh, that he's saying is he never stops questioning the world and never stops uh, not necessarily questioning it in a skeptical manner, but questioning it such to say that there's more to the story, right? There's always more to the story. There's always more to a perspective than only what we see or only what we hear, right? Like this perceptual reality that we live in. 
begs us for questions. Like it, it is, it is a world, it is an oyster, waiting for us to to find it and explore it. There's actually now that I speak of oysters, there's actually this this poem that was very very sad. Um, in this book called "The Poem for Every Spring Day," I was gifted it by one of the one of my friends, one of the people that I was actually recording that that came all the way from Macedonia to Kosovo while I was there, and he came to record an, an interview, so like just conversation, basically a guest episode. And he he brought me this book from which which is just like a collection of poems from from different poets, uh, edited by Ali Asiri, and it has literally a poem for every day of spring, starting from first of March, which sure is not necessarily spring, but it's almost there, until I believe, let me see, until the end of May, yes, oh. and there is one in particular. Uh, on April, in April, April second, and it is about oysters. I will read it for you. It's actually kind of sad, but you know, I think it's 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 fitting. <laughs> it is very very fitting to this to this talk. In any case, yes, so it's called "The Walrus and the Carpenter" by Lewis Carroll, and it's on the second of April. Yeah, April Fool's Day might have been and gone. So I will read the whole synopsis, and then I will leave you with this poem. Because I mentioned oysters, and I'll just kind of finish that train of thought. But there's always time for a little more nonsense. So here's the poem. The sun was shining on the sea, shining with all his might. He did his very best to make the billows smooth and bright. And this was odd, because it was the middle of the night. The moon was shining sulkily, because she thought the sun had no business to be there after the day was done. It was very rude of him, she said, to come and spoil the fun. The sea was wet as wet could be, the sands were dry as dry. You could not see a cloud because no cloud was in the sky. No birds were flying overhead, there were no birds to fly. The walrus and the carpenter were walking close at hand. They wept like anything to see such quantities of sand. If this were only cleared away, they said, it would be grand. If seven maids with seven mops swept it for half a year, do you suppose, the walrus said, that they could get it clear? I doubt it, said the carpenter, and shed a bitter tear. Oh, oysters, come and walk with us, the walrus did beseech. A pleasant walk, a pleasant talk, along the briny beach. We cannot do with more than four to give a hand to each. The eldest oyster looked at him, but never a word he said. The eldest oyster winked his eye and shook his heavy head, meaning to say he did not choose to leave the oyster bed. But four young oysters hurried up, all eager for the treat. Their coats were brushed, their faces washed, their shoes were clean and neat. And this was odd, because, you know, they hadn't any feet. Four other oysters followed them, and yet another four, and thick and fast they came at last, and more and more and more, all hopping through the frothy waves and scrambling to the shore. The walrus and the carpenter walked on a mile or so, and then they rested on the rock, conveniently low, and all the little oysters stood and waited in a row. 
The time has come, the walrus said, to talk of many things, of shoes and ships and sealing wax, of cabbages and kings, and why the sea is boiling hot and whether pigs have wings. But wait a bit, the oysters cried, before we have our chat, for some of us are out of breath and all of us are fat. No hurry, said the carpenter. They thanked him much for that. A loaf of bread, the walrus said, is what we chiefly need. Pepper and vinegar besides are very good indeed. Now, if you're ready, oysters dear, we can begin to feed. But not on us, the oysters cried, turning a little blue. After such kindness, that would be a dismal thing to do. The night is fine, the walrus said. Do you admire the view? It was so kind of you to come. And you are very nice, the carpenter said nothing, but cut us another slice. I wish you were not quite so deaf. I've asked, I've had to ask you twice. It seems a shame, the walrus said, to play them such a trick. After we've brought them out so far and made them trot so quick. The carpenter said nothing, but the butters spread too thick. I weep for you, the walrus said. I deeply sympathize. With sobs and tears, he sorted out those of the largest size, holding his pocket handkerchief before his streaming eyes. Oh, oysters, said the carpenter. You've had a pleasant run. Shall we be trotting home again? But answers came there none. And this was scarcely odd because they'd eaten everyone. That is a very strange poem, don't you think? Scarol was a very strange individual. Very, very interesting brain. Um, I'd like to have had the chance to have a conversation with him. <laughs> I feel like it will go places. So I hope you enjoyed the interview and this ending tidbit, which actually was not planned at all, but I don't know what about oysters immediately made me think of that poem. It made a huge impression on me and I'm sure after I read it you understand why so thank you for joining in this flow I hope you find something in it to feed into yours and come back again in two weeks more or less for another episode of To Whom I May Concern <laughs>